Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Check podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Donnie and Dolly podcast. Catch the show Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to noon on Check. The show is about nothing. This is your home for Donnie and Dolly. You go to a party and there's deviled eggs out there. You're, you're chomping. With Don Taylor. I used to have this recurring dream when I was a kid of going to school in my underwear. And Rick Dollywall. Look at this hot dog. Three feet. What do you say? Three feet long. Here's Donnie and Dolly. 10 o'clock in downtown Vancouver. We're in the Paul Carson studio. Thanks for tuning in, folks. It's Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. Don Taylor, along with Rick Dollywall. Ryan Henderson is our producer. He's the man at the controls, our director. The voice of God is Derek Wong. How are you? This is the wettest month of the year. Uh, 60% of this month. <laughs> was, was, ah, it was raining. I got up this morning. We just had eight days of sunshine uh, uh, Don and I was so happy in this morning. It well, was the just... month's not over yet. What, we're in the. What are you talking about? Well, we're not in over yet. Yeah. It's we're November second. What do you like, mean? Not you over mean yet? Hi- I'm talking about November. You mean historically? It's the. Yeah. Ah, I usually... did. The, I googled uh, November. The this rain. is like okay. Now this is what I have to deal with. <laughs> We've got weather reports from him. This was supposed to be a sports show. Yeah. I've got Ryan over here. The Canucks are playing tonight against the Sharks. There's some little bit of controversy going on yeah. there. I'll get to that in a second. Yeah. He wants to lead the show with Taylor Swift hey. and the fact she's coming to Vancouver. Vancouver uh, for three dates in early December. Like, yeah, does anybody so, care about Taylor Swift? No, I, I, I certainly do. I'll tell I'm you, kidding, of course. More people care about that concert that's over a year away than they do about sharks and Canucks tonight in the no, sharks. When, when is the? the is, it's, yeah, so it's not even it. It's next year that she's coming. Yes, 2024. So you're getting what, excited you about 12 putting, months away. <laughs> You said uh, they were putting out tickets for like a month from now? I don't care about Taylor Swift. I, that makes what? two of us. Because here, here's the thing with Taylor Swift. Because she's been in the news. Now you're talking uh, about it. I know. I, I'm going against everything I just said. Yeah. Because she's been in the news lately with well, sports news. With Kelsey, the relationship yeah. with uh, Travis Kelsey. Power couple. Checking out some of her songs. The music's awful. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, it's it's not that I great. Can, I, no, this, I, it's this, not my cup of tea. This no. might be surprising. Might be surprising. No, I'm not the target audience. She's not catering to you and Rick. Yeah. I know it's surprising. Oh, so you're a big so, fan. No, she's not catering to me. It's either. just overproduced. I don't like. I don't like it. It's not. It's not for me. Mm. So it's not big news. I'm sitting here yeah. talking about it. So let's get it over with. She's coming December sixth, seventh, and eighth. Yeah, 2024. BC Place, 2024. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, is it, it doesn't matter. I'm not going. Maybe my my well, my boys will go. Maybe my daughter will go. Yeah. And you want to pay 800 bucks a ticket? Go gonna, right ahead. It's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be a lot. Are you gonna go? If you, no, I don't care. She's. I, I don't. I'm not a huge fan either. But I, okay. I'm, I'm surprised. I, I'm interested in the phenomenon. Now we're still talking. That about that's it. what's got me hooked. The phenomenon. What's happening with her? You're a Beatles fan. Yeah. We've yeah, seen it before. Phenomenal. It's called Beatlemania. Yeah, Donnie. Yeah. We'll get I don't know more you know, on the Beatles later, by the way. That was a long time ago. 
So the fact that's happened well documented. So you're you're surprised, and you're right in there with your weather weather report over there. <laughs> you're, you're surprised that right, you know a musician, an artist. There's a phenomenon uh, surrounding her happens all the time every decade. There's mania. It happens. Not like this. Not well, like, hey. it's different. It's social media. And all. Can we move on? Move here? on. Get, get, stop talking hey, about her. Because I've got you with the weather report. You know, it's too wet. Explaining too to wet. people that you know Vancouver tends to rain a lot here. Thank you for that. Sixty. You are worrying about Taylor Swift. Yeah. And also, you guys want to go on and on about this JT Miller benching. Yeah. Like they play in San Jose tonight. This it's a was question. Was a well. We'll get right to the poll question. Let's go. This benching was a couple of days ago against yep. Nashville. It was for what? Five minutes? Six. So you're hyped about this game between the Canucks and a team? I am, and I'll tell you be, why in a second. Uh, this will this will blow your mind. It'll it'll yeah, I can't wait. change your opinion. But let's get right to the Bet ninety nine dot net poll question because you guys want to talk about it. That's fine. Bet ninety nine dot net uh, poll question. Download Bet 99's brand new app. On the Google Play and Apple App Store, discover the ultimate betting experience with the Bet99 app or visit Bet99.net. Every game, every so-called controversy begins at Bet99.net, Rick. All right, our (laughs) Bet99.net poll question is, too much being made of JT Miller's uh, benching by Rick Tockett. And yes, 87%. Look, I, I, I'm with no because he, he's, a, he's one of the highest paid players on the team. Uh, it happened. Uh, it was six minutes. It wasn't two minutes. He missed in a complete power play as well. Mm-hmm. You know how important he is to uh, power play one. So you know what? When you, when you bench a high-profile guy, Donnie, in a hot Canadian market, it's always a big deal. It was two days ago, and he did come back in the third period and scored the Canucks' yeah. fourth goal. Yeah. And... Yesterday, and we're going to talk about this as well. Yesterday, he addressed uh, the matter. We only have the audio of it. Yeah, that's that's another subject altogether. But yeah. here's JT Miller uh, yesterday. I was four minutes, so uh, I really wouldn't put too much into it. I was pretty hot. Took some penalties, and uh, the team did a great job killing it off. So I mean, it was just a let me cool off for the second or the last couple minutes of the second period. That's pretty much all it was. Uh, it doesn't really make any of it any better, but I guess it's a big part of the game, and uh, like I said, we found a way to win. Then he went on to talk about Vancouver weather and the fact Taylor Smith, uh, Swift is coming to a yeah, coming to place. Town. Yeah. Okay, so not, not, not a big deal according to JT. He, he proved that by the ice time and yeah. his performance in the third period. Absolutely. Right? So he and by the way, his I think his whole complete interview was thirty nine seconds. Don he wasn't in the mood to talk yesterday, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. always find it fascinating with JT talks. I like listening to what he has uh, his thoughts and views on. So um, he comes back in the third period, scores that goal. The guy's tenth in NHL scoring, top ten. Okay, yeah. so thirteen points in in nine games. Yes, he's been great this year. It, he had he had a bad moment, and the bad moment wasn't the benching really. The, that was you know something that Rick Tockett was involved in. The bad moment was the three penalties he took, Absolutely. which resulted in the benching. Yeah. He, he uh, got taught a lesson, and and I'm sure, and, and we know what his relationship was like with Alin Vigno and. In New York, up and down, the first time, the first time he's been benched. Everything's going to be be fine with the JT T Miller. We'll see what happens in the last few years of his contract. But I I think everything's fine. You guys just want to hammer Ah, this. uh, He's been great. I love the guy. Last year when he he did the Winnipeg thing, slamming the stick, I defended him. 
And the, I don't think you did. I did. Ryan was saying he's got bad body language. No, he cares. He's a winner. He's a leader. He cares. Then why did you want to talk about uh, this then? Because he said that it uh, was a, it wasn't a big deal, but it for me, Don. Okay, so it, tomorrow the Flames, who are a mess, let's say they bench Huberto and Kadri, who are minus twelve and minus eleven, obviously having horrible years. If they bench those guys or sit them, you don't try to tell me in the Canadian market it's not a big story. Of sure, it is. is. I don't know if it's a big story two days later. Uh, it's not. He we only got to him talking yesterday, Don. So we're reacting to his uh, views on and, it. And here's the other thing. So he gets interviewed by the local media types. Yeah. And it's a controversial subject. Yeah. One of the reasons why you're tackling tackling it right right now. Yeah. Along with Ryan, um, and we couldn't find it anywhere. We couldn't. Like, find like it. we we eventually came up with that audio. We yeah. couldn't find the video of it. And yeah. what were the Canucks? What was happening, Ryan? Were they trying to hide it, or like yeah. what was going on? Hey, it's it might be a bit negative. We're not going to talk about any negativity. That's why they well, have a reporter to only talk about the positives. Uh, yeah. That's, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. I just hate See? the way things are going these days. Yeah. But a big deal. He'll, JT will be okay. It looks like the Canucks are going to be okay, too. Well, beyond a bit of controversy, we, it's not a big they, deal. And here's the other thing I just don't understand. that uh, uh, Something like that. People care. There's passion out there. So See, you're the, agreeing with us. People care that he got the, benched. Yeah, two days later, though. Ah, no, no. It. Feed the passion. Feed the past. Nothing wrong with that. They control. You know, and, and you they control the, their Twitter account, Don. They control their. Uh, well, that doesn't make it right. Uh, I, well, I'm just trying to help, really. Yeah. Like, like this. You go on these websites. This is the world today. I just wish you could, you know, get rid of these phones and <laughs> all of that. Control. Just go back. Twenty three. I don't care. I, I don't care. <laughs> you go on these websites. The, the team controlled websites, right? They're <laughs> Canucks.com. And they show these highlight packages from the game. And some, oftentimes they won't show opposition goals. Yeah. What? Yeah. Big deal. It happened. Yeah. Three-putt Shane in regards to JT. Rick and Ryan need to shake, shake, shake it off. Very good. Shake, thank, shake. Thank you. See, Rick doesn't know, but that's a reference to a Taylor Swift song. Yeah, I don't listen to Taylor Swift. I'm sorry. And I never will. <laughs> Uh, Canucks in San Jose uh, tonight. JT Miller, from what we understand, will not be benched at the start of, the, start of this game. <laughs> I'm calling it another talk it test. Why? Right? A, a talk it test. He's talked about this a lot. I know we run a lot of Rick Tockett interviews on this yeah. show because the guy has a lot to say. This just in, Rick Tockett knows a lot about hockey. He's a, yeah. Okay? And I, I enjoy to listening to him. I enjoy his approach oh, to yeah. this hockey team. But a, a talk at test is can you win when you're not playing well? That's one. Okay. Yeah. Yep. They did that the other night against Nashville. He said he, he said after the game, he benched one of his star players. They didn't play well. They still won, five uh, two. Winning after a long road trip. They did that against St. Louis. Bingo. Traditionally here in Vancouver, it never happens. No. You know, fifty plus years. They're coming off a long trip. They went back. There's no way they're winning that first game. Struggle. And not only did they win the first game back, but they ended up getting a point. The second game back went to overtime against the Rangers. That they could have uh, won uh, won that game. The uh, another talking test is what's happening tonight. Yeah. The San Jose Sharks are the worst team in the National Hockey League. Oh boy. Zero wins in nine games. Not good. All due respect to our friend Kyle Burroughs. Yeah. They're they're the right now the weakest team of the National Hockey League. Dead last, thirty second. So the Canucks go down there as incredibly, given the recent hi- recent history, as a heavy favorite, I would say. Heavy. 
heavy. Now, in the past, that's a game the Canucks lose. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll we'll see uh, what happens. The trap game tonight. They call it. Yeah, I'm calling it a talk it test. Okay. Okay. Um, so here's Rick Tockett from yesterday, and they had a spirited practice uh, yesterday. By yep. the way, Elias Pettersson maintenance day. Same with Thatcher Demko. But here's Rick Tockett talking about not letting, well, even when you're winning, don't let complacency set in. You know, the hardest part when you're winning or things are going well for you is, you know, if you have a routine, you know, you're like, ah, maybe I'll just come to practice a bit later. You know, ah, I'm going to get off the ice. Like you start to. You know, I said it last night, you get a little fat and happy. I don't feel that with this team right now. I don't. I mean, I, I think it was just one of those games where you know we weren't connected early, but we, we found a way to win. And um, I'm going to take the positive of it last night. I think he does feel that yeah, se- setting in. And proof of that may have been that, that Nashville game. We said this yesterday. He was happier with the when it comes to games against Nashville. He was happier with the one goal victory in Nashville, in the one in Nashville, more so than the three goal win in Vancouver, yep. where he criticized his team's yep. effort and benched one of his players. And the one in Nashville, they only allowed uh, seventeen shots. That's why he was mm-hmm. so super happy. Yeah, nailed, nailed it of, down the third period. Yeah, nailed down the third period as well. Uh, the other thing you keep uh, raving about Taka, you're going to take over from me, uh, you know, as the guy that you know pumps his tires. Well, you rave on about <laughs> Rutherford. Ah, <and laughs> oh, stop it! So. You, you were bragging about Alvin yesterday. What? You know, you look at his he's, trades. No, you know. he's not getting a lot of love right now. Maybe he should. That's all I say. Love the guys on the ice, behind the bench. They're doing it. Uh, and talking, he did something at practice yesterday, Donnie. He didn't show them the turnovers from the Nashville game because he's starting to trust the leadership group. And this is a massive shift in culture for me. That's how you build trust. And, and that's how you build culture is when you trust those leaders. And he has... By benching one of them? Ah, just I'm talking about practice. He didn't show them all the turnovers in Nashville because he took the positive route. You know, like you and I, we're taking our positivity pills every day. Uh, but you know what? He, he trusts that leadership group of Hughes and Pedersen. And and Miller had another good practice. You're starting to see a, a shift in the culture for sure. Okay, it's interesting you bring that up because here is some more love for Rick Tockett. And, of course, we know that Rick Tockett spent a lot of time playing for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yes. He was also an assistant coach on, under uh, Mike Sullivan. Yes. And so the Canucks are having some success right now. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing to deal with failure on the ice but you also have to deal with success. And he mentions the phrase fat and happy. He's used it a couple of times yep. over the last couple of days. Here's Rick talking about his time uh, with Pittsburgh and how that leadership group there. Remember, you're, you're talking about a team that uh, is one of, you know, or a group that's won a couple of Stanley Cups. Cups. How that leadership group dealt with success. Yeah, outstanding leadership in Pittsburgh. Like, you know, Patrick Horn, they got Sid, obviously, Gino, and. I tell you, it was, the, it was the Hornquist of the world, the Cullens, and who were, weren't afraid to step up, uh, say something. Um, you know, I always say the most important part is like, you know, yeah, I can say my speech or whatever I say, but when I leave, it's the two or three minutes after I leave. That's the most important things that are being said in the room. And um, I, I do feel that they're, they're saying the right things when I leave. Rick Tockett on the leadership group in, in Pittsburgh and relating it to the group in Vancouver, a group that includes J.T. Miller. Yep. Right? Uh, but interesting, the names he brought up there. He he mentioned in passing Malkin and Crosby, yep. but he also talked about Patrick Hornquist oh. and about uh, Matt Cullen, who lasted a long time long in the time. NHL. 
and you know he was the bottom six guy, but uh, you know kept himself in shape. Obviously a, a leader, but Going glue guys and glue people guys. who would uh, stand up in the dressing room or speak in the dressing room, and and they would be heard. Absolutely. And I, I love what he said there about you know I can do I can talk, but when I leave, it has to be supplemented yeah. by the by the players. Absolutely. Okay, so the Canucks in San Jose tonight. Seven thirty start. By the way, those strange seven thirties. I guess that oh. has to do with traffic. You see. In San Jose and L.A., they have those 7.30 starts. Yeah. Nobody, nobody really cares. Cuts into our uh, sleep time. <laughs> okay. He, you'll be okay. We won't bench you, okay? <laughs> Here's what's coming up on the show. It is a busy show. Is it just me uh, coming up in the uh, next hour, again, in the 11 o'clock hour, along with DTMZ? Ron Toygo is going to join us, majority owner, friend of the show, of the Vancouver Giants, because uh, the Giants and the Western Hockey League yeah. – are making net guards in the wake of Adam Johnson, that tragedy, are making net guards mandatory. mandatory. So we'll talk uh, to Ron about that and the start his Vancouver Giants are on. Uh, John Shannon will join us uh, just after uh, 11 o'clock. We'll get into the Ottawa situation with Pierre uh, Dorian. It, it seems like pr- pretty straightforward, but then you have the 73-page document Docu- outlining everything that yeah, happened. What a mess so there's, there, in there, Ottawa. There are more layers to it than yeah. the meets the eye, Crazy. I think. Okay, also, big ride, the Twitter guy, and coming up next to talk hockey, to talk football, everything in the Vancouver sports scene. Remember, uh, Farhan's a football guy. Lions, BC Place, uh, Saturday, Western Division semifinal against uh, Calgary. Farhan's going to talk about that and a whole lot more. He's next. Thanks for tuning in again, folks. Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. Donnie and Dolly, the team is supported by ableauctions.ca. Closing your business, we can help. All right, it is Thursday. Hmm. Time flies. Oh, yeah. Today's guest, including Farhan, standing by, brought to you by the Vancouver Giants. Saturday, the Giants take on Kamloops, 7 p.m. puck drop. At the LEC, Port Moody kid playing in Kamloops right now, know Josh that. Kelly. Yeah. Don't forget the Giants' annual teddy bear toss game is happening December 9th at the LEC. Tickets are selling fast. Get yours now at VancouverGiants.com slash tickets. Uh, unsigned, Delaney's okay, Tyre and Langley Inbox. You guys are hosting a sports-related show. Drop the Taylor Swift crap. <laughs> That's uh, Joe F., I think. Is it? Yeah, it's Joe F. and White Rock, our buddy. Good guy. Your, your buddy. Uh, Farhan Lalji joining us now. Lions and Calgary, 3.30 kickoff Saturday at BC Place, CFL Western Semifinal. Farhan, thanks for doing this. How are you? I'm good, buddy. Wasn't Taylor Swift your nickname when you were a young track and field star back oh, in the day? Oh, like, trust me. It, alpha or wherever no, you went? It was Alpha. Uh, yeah. Trust me, it wasn't Taylor Swift. It wasn't Taylor Swift. <laughs> Ask Taylor anybody Swift. I played lacrosse. Yeah, to anybody I played lacrosse with. Uh, okay. So, by the way, uh, your kids would they be into this Taylor Swift news that she's coming next year? Uh, my daughter would. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I, my son. Yeah, not so much. But yeah, my my daughter would. Yeah. She. You know, they like people have a hard time understanding how she would actually be more popular than Travis Kelsey, right? Just like you know, with Russell yeah. Wilson, Sierra is more popular. Um, Giselle was more popular than Tom Brady, like on a, on a global level. It, it's Who'd have thought? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I just realized we're continuing with the Taylor Swift Taylor Swift. Yeah. You. Okay. Lions versus Calgary. Twelve and six yeah. BC against six and twelve Calgary. What should we read into those standings for him? 
Well, I mean, not a ton, right? I mean, look, ultimately, I know people want to, you know, say this game is going to be close and that Calgary's trending. And I do think it's going to be close. But, I, like, the Calgary trending thing, yeah, they had a really good game against BC. Um, you know, they, they were okay the week before against Saskatchewan. But I, I'm not sure that necessarily qualifies as a trend, right? It was one really, really good game. Um, BC, though, I think is trending in the wrong direction defensively, right? Mm-hmm. I put out some numbers earlier about how since August 1st, they've been in the bottom third of the league in a bunch of key defensive metrics. So they're going to need to significantly uh, improve here or, you know, get back to what's important and structurally uh, do the right things, not just structurally, but also physically, because they're going to have to find a way to stop the run. And it won't just be alignment that does it this year like it kind of did last year. I think they're going to be forced to physically do it. So I think those things will allow that game to stay close. Calgary's going to be able to slow it down a little bit and, um, you know, BC is going to have to be full value. They're just not going to walk in and win it because of their twelve and six record. Vernon Adams, uh, Farhan, um, as solid as he was last year, I think w- the one thing people might forget is that Nathan Rourke played the two playoff games uh, for the uh, Lions last year, coming off injury, then leaving. Is Vernon Adams ready for the playoff pressure in BC? Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, I, I don't know that there's necessarily more pressure. Like, ultimately, his job is to navigate what Brent Monson's defense does against him, right? And in the last game, they kind of had a different approach in that they rarely pressured. They dropped eight, sometimes nine players into coverage. So I don't know that they're going to be that committed to it, right? I do think we'll probably see a bit of a mix and a diet, but that's what Vernon's got to get through, right? He's got to get through his progressions. He's got to not double clutch and and then, you know, force the ball. And, and I'm not saying he does a lot of that, but that's kind of the one thing you see when he's got to, when he pumps and goes back here and, and kind of goes through it all uh, and double clutches and is less than decisive. The numbers would indicate that, that he's not as good. So he's got to be committed and, and, and just decisive with what he's seeing. And I think Jordan McSimmick will, will put him in good position, but uh, Nathan was great last year. I think Vernon has all the ability to come in here and play very well and win this football game. He generally plays his best football against Calgary. That last game notwithstanding, he's had some very good games against the Stamps over his career, going back to Montreal. No reason why he can't again. Yeah, uh, the one more on Lions, uh, the bye week. I, I can't remember the last time Lions had a bye week going into a playoff game. Uh, how is this? Uh, how, how are they going to handle the bye week? Is it a good or bad thing for them? Totally good thing. Totally good thing, right? I mean, they've had some guys that have been a little bit nicked up. I mean, even Vernon uh, had the brace on in that game, and people were wondering whether he should have played against Calgary. He's practicing the last two days with no brace and and is moving really, really well. Keon Hatcher didn't play in that game. And and just to emotionally kind of get the the stench of that Calgary game Mm -hmm. out of their system, I I think the bye came at a very good time for them. And, And there were some things they needed to work on, which you can't always work on in a regular work week. So to get the bonus days last week to try to fix their short yardage offense, which has been awful, right? Uh, you know, just little things like that for them to be able to to tweak and, and get better at, I think, was a positive thing for them at the right time. All right, let's talk about the Canucks, 6-2-1. Uh, and one by all, uh, But they should be 7-2-1 and two and one, uh, by uh, later on tonight. But anyways, uh, the good start. How many good things are you seeing? Uh, uh, this is not a start I don't think anybody anticipated. No, look, I mean, we were all hoping that the Canucks would be better at this stage. And, I mean, if the Canucks were 5-4, and four, you'd probably be feel, feeling pretty good right now, right? I mean, even, like, whatever, 4-4-1. Four, four and one, they're, like, So for them to, to be running out of the gate like this, uh, I think, is good. Because as we've seen before, you know, you can spend an entire season chasing a bad October, 
right? So now oh. here they can put some points in the bank and, and put themselves in better position. But it's not just the, the numbers, but it's the way they've done it. And they haven't had to rely on goaltending to steal them a bunch of games. I mean, you know, maybe that second game against Edmonton, uh, in Edmonton that they won, DeSmith played great. And, and you know, Demko and DeSmith have both been very good. But other than that one game, they haven't necessarily had to steal games. They've been they've been good structurally. They've been good on the penalty kill. Um you know, their top top two lines have, have totally delivered. Their best players have been their best players. So, uh, you know, and there's even been some other unsung guys that have shown some pretty good signs. Uh, Pew Suter has really impressed me so far this season, right? Just, you know, we, we kind of mock the notion of little things with mm-hmm. Louis Erickson and Travis Green back in the day, but Suter's done some of those things that, that are really, really noticeable. And, and even even the blue line, as good as Roenick and, and – um, Hughes have been for this team. You know, there have been some others like Ian Cole that have looked really, really good. So I, I, I think there's there's been a number of things to get excited about. And now, you know, continued if they can get some continued health and show this is who they are and that it's not just a, a couple of weeks of, of good run, I, I think we should be in for an entertaining season. You're a coach, a football coach, but you're a coach. Were you okay with Rick Tockett benching JT Miller a couple of days ago? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, those are the things you have to do. Uh, you know, you've got to show that you can make your best players be accountable. And one of the things JT Miller said a year ago was that he liked the fact that Tockett made him accountable and that, um, you know, he thought it was good for him. Now, how he reacted post-game by not talking, I, I don't think that necessarily is a is a good thing, right? Because he, like, even though he played fine in the third period, he was clearly pissed about it after, Right. So, um, you know, it, it led to a, a bit of an immature response by not uh, it, by not being fully accountable, because you certainly know that, um, you know, when the twins were the captains that, you know, like it, everybody talked like mm-hmm. that's just the way it was. And that to me uh, is part of the accountability piece that, yeah, you know, the coach made you accountable, but you got to stand up for it, because if the situation had been a little different and we let's say we knew he wasn't going to talk. Now we've got to ask Elias Pettersson about it, and we've got to ask Quinn Hughes mm-hmm. about it, who did talk after the game, right? And so I think you need to own all of that stuff. And, and understand, too, to your point at the start, this team has been really good right now. There has been no adversity since the start of the season, and yet you couldn't come out and talk. Imagine what would have happened yeah. had there been some adversity, right? And, and, you know, like we're not talking about loss after loss after loss, and you're just beaten down already. Things have been pretty rosy, and JT Miller has been playing great and taking a lot of bouquets that he's deserved, right? So, you know, you, you kind of wonder just how it would have been if, if things were negative from a win-loss standpoint. But not necessarily surprised that, that he did it, but just disappointed that, um, that he did and that the club allowed it. Okay, I'll put you on the spot. Let's uh, go back to Saturday's game at BC Place, Calgary, BC. What happens? BC's going to win, I think. Um, you know, ultimately, they, they've been better all season. And and that's not a shot at Calgary, but it's the reality. BC has been better all season, and you kind of eventually become who you are uh, in these games. So I think it's going to be a close game. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's going to be a 27-21 type of game with uh, BC on the winning end. Do you have a crowd update? Uh, well, what I do know is that on a day-by-day basis, they were trending to the same number they had a year ago. Right, so they finished. I think it was thirty thousand and one hundred, one fourteen, something like that last year. So I think they're going to be close. Maybe they don't hit thirty, but I think they're going to be in the very high twenties and should be a good crowd and a, and well, a good atmosphere. Should be fun. We won't bench you. We'll, yeah. we'll talk to you next week. Although sometimes so you, guys, you do. Well, you could bench me for four minutes, you know, and I could yeah. I could come back after and we'll talk. Right. Yeah. It sounds like a plan. 
All right. It's a deal. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> Appreciate it. We'd never bench that guy. You can talk about well, anything. Speak for yourself. Uh, if the Lions get close to 30 and the Whitecaps do close to 30, what a weekend, Don, uh, for Vancouver sports fans. And you know the Canucks game against Dallas Saturday yeah. is going to be sold out. I mean, downtown. You, you just get a hotel and stay downtown and see all three games. Yeah, well, especially people from the island. You can stick around, watch all two, three of them. And, uh, well, well, hold on a second. What? You don't like the afternoon starts. Yeah, I don't. But That's a, big... a personal mind. I'm a, I'm a 7 o'clock uh, sports guy. I need my sports at 7 at night, Don. But I don't what like an this. advantage for fans that if you wanted to, you could hang yeah. around in downtown Vancouver and see all three of those games because the Lions are playing in the afternoon, right? I've been watching downtown Vancouver for 50 years. I don't need to go downtown. I don't know who tweeted this out, but somebody uh, tweeted this out yesterday. I saw it. My memory's failing as I get older. But we grew up with 8 o'clock starts for the National oh, Hockey the, the Canucks were 8 o'clock all yeah. the time. Remember at, at Pacific Coliseum, the Canucks were at 8 o'clock all the time. It's a subject for, for another late day. Late guy. I'm a late guy. Late, late night guy. Yeah. You know what? We'd like you to be a morning guy for this show. Okay? Yeah. Uh, poll question. We'll update it uh, next, among other things. Donnie Dolly, the team on check. Good. Nice. November rain. Guns and roses. How do you feel about, uh, okay, November rain? How do you feel about that? Because, yeah, I I go out the door today. Ah, it's rainy. But but it it feels like home. I grew up in Vancouver. Yeah. There's a coziness about it. About the rain? We just had eight days. We had eight Uh, days of sunshine, and I get up this morning, and it's coming down like cats and dogs. I didn't like it. But you know what? The one thing about the rain, it makes you feel okay about sitting on your ass watching sporting events at home. <laughs> so I, I, well, I don't mind that part of it. All right. Anyways, Bet 99. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. 60% of uh, Vancouver will be wet in November. <laughs> Bet99.net poll question. Uh, a reminder to download their brand new app on the Google Play and Apple App Store. Discover the ultimate betting experience with the Bet99 app or visit Bet99.net. Rick. All right, our Bet99.net poll question is uh, too much being made of JT Miller's benching by Rick Tockett. 87, a whopping 87% say yes. Uh, 941 votes. It's hopping. It's bopping. It's shopping. It's, it's, it's getting big. Uh, unsigned Delaney's OK Tyron Langley inbox calling out JT for not speaking after the game. It is 2,000% unnecessary. The vast majority of fans don't care. And media just gets completely ridiculous in these oh, situations. Stop. Again, unsigned, please sign your text. That's a good one. We want to give give you credit. Is this all about the media no, it's more not. so than it is about JT no. and, and Rick Tockett? So I'll tell you something. There, there, there's been athletes over the years. You, you, and, I, you and I have covered uh, sports in this market for a long time. Mm-hmm. There's athletes who love when they score a hat trick or have four touchdowns, and in the post game they come they come out and go, hey, "Hi media, over here! I had a hat trick, I had four touchdowns. Everybody, over here, over here." Mm-hmm. That same athlete that gives the puck away on a winning goal. If you expect to get accolades and great stories written on you when you score a hat trick, then you better stand up when the opposite happens, and you better stand up when you cough up the puck in overtime and the other team scores. If you're going to get the accolades and you want the media to uh, when you're on a hot streak, if you want. You 
you're going to stand out in front of the press when you we got 10 points in 10 games, then you better stand out when the negative stand, you better stand up and say, I got to talk to these guys. It wasn't a great game. Let me play devil's advocate for a second. All right. JT Miller is clearly an emotional person. Yeah. You, you see it on the ice. Yeah. At least, at least publicly, that's, that's, that's what we see. And we, we just take that oh, yeah. into the dressing room and assume that's the way he is. Uh, inside uh, the dressing room, was he worried that he might say something that he should say? Or, or was the team worried? And, and they said, hey, JT, you know what? Don't talk to the media tonight. I don't know. We don't know the inside details of who stopped JT from talking from the other night. But I, we've covered enough sports that if, if we're going to rave about you when you score a hat trick, well, when you're minus three in a game, you've got to stand up too. You know? I, I respect uh, this player, this former Canuck, as much or more than anybody else, but I'm not so sure the fan cares about this. And that's Stan Smeal, in that Stan went through some great times with the Canucks, oh, certainly sure 82 in the yeah. Stanley Cup final, but some real tough times as well. When there weren't many people in the stands oh, in the boy. mid and late 80s, late 80s when he sure. was the captain and he answered everyone, he answered the Stood call every up. single game yep. afterwards yep. In, in the media by himself in the locker room. He was the captain. He spoke for the spoke for the team. That's true. No matter what the situation yep. was. I'm not so sure the general public, the fans care about that sort of thing. Yeah. Maybe they should, yeah. but uh, we in the media, maybe we make too much about post game yep. interviews and availability and things like that. You came in this morning and we didn't have the Miller audio for the visuals yesterday, and you were upset about that. Well, you know, it, it, it you know, the, he did what an you, interview. What the, what's the connection there? I, the connection is you said the fans don't care. We make too much of it, but yet you know we were well, all looking I, for the JT Miller uh, audio. That, that this proves my point. We yeah. were making a lot about it. Yeah. We were trying to find it, and yeah. we we eventually uh, found it, and we were kind of upset that it wasn't available to everybody. Yeah. I can't remember who tweeted this, so I apologize for ripping this off. But isn't this an exact example of why J.T. Miller probably wasn't considered to be captain? Right. Several people uh, tweeted out that. I mean, and we weren't. The three of us weren't involved in that. Because if he if he's captain, that happens. You pretty much have to talk. Okay. So Quinn Hughes gets benched. You next don't game. have to, but you should. If Quinn Hughes gets benched next game, is he going to talk? I mean, he's captain. He pretty much has to. I, I think he would. He, he has a more measu- He has a much more measured approach. To seemingly, again, we don't know these guys as well as people might think. Seemingly, everything. Like yeah. he very measured, calm uh, approach. JT Miller seems to be a little bit. I think different. Trevor he knows himself. Get yeah, this just in. He knows himself better than we do. Yeah. Okay. He might get hot. Right. And maybe that was the reason. I. I. I'm, I'm with you. I wish he would have talked. I think he should talk. But he knows himself better than we do. Yeah. Maybe he was worried to say something that he would regret. I think Trevor Linda would have talked. I think Stan Schmiel would have talked. I think there are captains in the past that would have talked. Messier. Naslin. Naslin. Yeah. 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 That's a good Henrik one. Henrik Sedin. Henrik Sedin would have talked. I don't remember any of them getting benched. No, well, I, not, I, not I stand not, to be corrected. Not, uh, I mean, and if they did, like, I mean, Henrik and Daniel didn't play. Like, well, I, I, that was pre-captain when when maybe they weren't getting the the minutes mm-hmm. that they thought. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, uh, thank you for that, <laughs> Stan Smeal. Uh, again, I'm going on about Steamer. I talk a lot about the past. But, you know, near the end of his career, when he was having trouble scoring goals, yeah. he wasn't getting the ice time. He could maybe call that. It wasn't really a benching. He wasn't getting the ice time that he did in, in the past. Still out there. Front and center. Ta- talking to everybody, almost, you know, making, you know, light of, a, of, the, of the situation. Should, should, let's talk about the World Series here. Do you, do you mind if we do that? Is that okay, yep. guys? Yep. 
I know you were watching it last night. Oh, big time. 5 nothing for the Rangers over Arizona. It's the World Series. I know. 5 nothing for the Rangers over Arizona. So the Rangers win the World Series in five. Uh, did it capture your attention? This series? Yeah. No. The, the, the Arizona-Philadelphia uh, series caught my attention. Especially the games in Philadelphia. Those were can't miss. And I, I, I just yeah. love homers at this time. And Philadelphia was cranking them out. I was a little upset the Phillies didn't get it. And I'm not going to lie to you. But this series did not capture my attention. Yeah. It, it just, you, with the Phillies, uh, that history means really means something in baseball. Yes. Not having the Phillies, the yes. Yan- Yankees, the Dodgers ah, there. It makes a big difference. For the fringe fan, that does, that does make a, a big difference. But the numbers with the Rangers... Are, are, are something else. Wild card team uh, winning. And, yep. and I, I, Ryan, you follow baseball a lot, and I just wonder if the whole situation, two wild card teams make the, make the World Series, there's something to this, you know, the That's teams it. that have the best record in baseball having a break, which you don't have in baseball, is a disadvantage. And I think that's something that if it doesn't happen this offseason, if th- this trend continues... I, I bet we see something. I yeah. don't know what exactly because they want more teams in the playoffs. Yeah. But it, it seems to be clear that it's an advantage. Also, this Will Smith story, reliever for the Rangers, he's won the World Series three years in a row with three mm. different teams. Unreal. Braves, Astros, Rangers. Bruce Bochy wins his fourth uh, World Series as a manager. manager. Three with the Giants, now one with the Rangers. He's retired. And there, there's something to this guy. Um, he won in, was it 2010? He, the Giants beat the Texas Rangers. So there, there's just a, a, a lot there. It, Here, and now, was it last week we had the conversation about where franchises started? Okay, so Texas Rangers started in 1961 as? The Washington, Washington. Generals. No, that's the basketball team. Washington Nationals. No. Man, you guys are Washington, hot. though, right? Yeah, Washington, was Washington. Sen- Washington moved, Senators. 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 They moved. They're, one, close. they're one of two teams that started out uh, in Washington, currently in uh, Major League Baseball, other than the Washington Nationals. The other one being, they were also the Washington Senators at one point. Minnesota Twins. Put that in your pipe <laughs> and smoke it. Yeah. You don't think that's wow, wow, just some, wow. a little bit of trivia there because we brought it up last it's week. It's a tidbit. It's I, an I, interesting should, I should know this stuff. Hey. You are right, though. When it comes to the statistics surrounding the win, there's a million of them. Well, Cody yeah. Seager, I didn't know this, is only the second player in history to win an MVP two teams. with two different teams, yeah. the other being Dodgers. Reggie Jackson. Is the is the other player? Yeah, yeah Dodgers being the other team. A's for and Yankees yeah. for, for for Reggie. But we talked about this before the show. I know what's going to happen. We're going to get the thing that the ratings were at an all time low because after game one, to be honest, the game sucked. They were yeah. all lopsided. They sucked. One game, and was the good. the air just came out of the mm-hmm. whole thing. And I'm I'm sorry, but it's hurting baseball. I know the Dodgers have been relevant, and I know the Astros have been on their run. It's hurting baseball that the Yankees haven't been in since '09. But what That's do you a big do? deal. Hold on. So there's what nothing do you, you can what do, do? You do about it. I know. Yeah, yeah, look, I mean, there's nothing you can do. You can't force them to be a winner. I get that, and they have dysfunction. I understand. Sorry, all but that. the Stanley Cup playoffs are more interesting when a team like the Rangers are in it. It, it, it happens is. in all it sports. It, pretty, pretty much every sport. It, that is the case. You yeah, need a big when those boy. Big in there. 
passionate fan bases that expand beyond the borders of the city are involved. Well, and that you feel something that, one way or bigger, the other. Yeah, you might hate them, hate but at least love. there's emotion. Well, these weren't huge payrolls either. And so you're going to see baseball executives say, hey, hold it a second. You know, how are they getting deep in the playoffs with not big payroll? Yes, Although they bucked up for Corey Seager. Okay, they the, did the team that. with the big, bigger payroll did end up winning. Mm-hmm. They, they've spent something like $800 million or something in the past four seasons. But to your point, Rick, the Diamondbacks' ninth lowest That's payroll. That's what I mean, the Diamondbacks' ninth. ninth lowest payroll. Mm-hmm. People are going to say, hey, hold it a second. Yeah. How did they go far? Yeah. No, definitely. It's just I, I, I really wanted to be into it. And like I say, I watched game one and I was going, wow, maybe this series is going to surprise me. Maybe it's going to be better than I thought. And then it's just lopsided yeah. both yeah. ways. Right? The Diamondbacks blew the, up. Was, was the 10-1 Rangers, or whatever yeah, it was. 9-1 yeah. in game yeah. two or game yeah. three. Like it, it was, uh, yeah, it was. It was, was unfortunate. Um, let, let, let's go to break now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I want to do this and uh, a hard turn here. Uh, but uh, I lost a friend yeah. uh, yesterday. Doriana Tamalo. Uh, in her in her mid sixties, uh, succumbed to cancer, passed away from cancer uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And for people who don't know who uh, Doriana was, uh, I worked with her at CKVU. CKVU, I remember. And then she went on to BCTV Global. She was uh, uh, the global national news director, really well respected. But beyond that, uh, Mike Hall, her husband, yeah, him and I worked together for years on Sports Page. Um, r- real creative, smart person, responsible for the success of, of, of that show. Went over to their house multiple times. Just the nicest person you'd ever want to meet, Doriana. Yeah. God bless her. Uh, she, she'll be missed, needs to say. And, uh, all, all the best. Thoughts and prayers uh, to, to Mike and, and, and that family and all her friends. So Doriana Tamalo leaving us. Okay. Uh, Big Ride, the Twitter guy next. Donnie and Dolly, the team on chat. Able Auction specializes in helping British Columbia-based business owners close their business and sell their assets in a timely, orderly manner. Online events for everything from machine shop and manufacturing auctions to industrial equipment, retail inventories, or any other type of business assets, Able Auctions can help. For a free confidential consultation on getting your business assets sold, please email sales at ableauctions.ca. That's sales at ableauctions.ca. It's just ahead of Big Ride, the Twitter guy brought to you by the Waddling Dog, Pizza Guy, Delaney's OK Tyron Langley Inbox. Will Smith reminds me of Marion Hosa going to three straight finals. Yeah. Pittsburgh, Detroit, Chicago. The difference there is he lost, remember? He lost with Pittsburgh, went to Detroit, yeah. lost with them, and then eventually won the Cup of Chicago. Three straight years. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, Jonathan Taves, the first person he gave the Cup to was Marion Hosa okay. because he'd been through that, lost the two previous uh, Cup finals, one with uh, Chicago. Big ride. Big Ride, the Twitter guy, presented by the Waddling Dog Pub. The dog, your spot for the NHL all season long. They have the center ice package so you can catch every NHL game, including all of the Canucks games, one of their 17 TVs. It's also the home to the UFC next event happening on November the 11th, the long weekend, as usual. The dog is the place to come, sit, and stay this fall season. And a reminder, you can get the uh, get all of our Donnie and Dolly merchandise as well at the Waddling Dog Pub, and hopefully on the Lower Mainland soon. I know I've been saying that for a while. <laughs> We're trying to work something out, which I anticipate happening in the near future. Rick has some items in the back of his car. Yeah, you can go get a used golf shirt, Hawaiian shirts, all of it. It's yeah. all in Rick's In a van. Yeah. 
All in the trunk of Rick's car. Uh, okay, let's head to Ottawa, guys. Talk about the you know Canadian NHL franchises. You got empty seats in Winnipeg. The Flames are a disaster. Now you got everything happening on Ottawa. Of course, began with the Shane Pinto suspension for half a season. And then what happened yesterday, being docked a first-round pick because of the Sens bungling of the uh, Dadnov trade. Um, and so yesterday, uh, the Sens would leave Pierre Dorian of his duties. He was fired. They said it was mutual. He was fired. Uh, and, and Thanks for that, Ryan. Michael yeah. Ann Lauer named Steve Steos interim general manager. Ann Lauer yesterday teed off about mm. how he's only been an owner for one month, and that one month has been quite interesting for him. Unfortunately, the last 10 days uh, have not been as much fun for me. Uh, kind of brought me back to earth. Uh, and uh, three game losing streaks, three injuries to three right D men, uh, and two disturbing phone calls from the NHL, uh, which has resulted in uh, a young prospect being suspended for 41 games. And today, the announcement of the loss of a first round draft pick. I think a lot of fans are wondering why you should have to, this organization, have to pay for something that happened 18 months ago, not even on your watch. What would you say to that? I totally agree with you. I have, you that's, a, that's a question you have to ask the NHL, why it took a, a whole year since the hearing. Granted, it was a two-day hearing, 73-page reports. It's not something that's just slam dunk. Uh, I, you know, and the commissioner had a lot of time to deliberate on it and, and, and think about it. But why I inherited this is, is beyond me. I don't understand why it's taking so long, but I, maybe maybe because the, the, the club was for sale and they didn't want to disrupt, you know, so making sure the seller got the biggest price possible. I don't know. <laughs> At the end of the day, I'm not. Wow. Wow. So he, he was he was some kind of pissed. Uh, Drager's reporting he's not going to get fined by the NHL for his comments yesterday. That would have been an interesting move <laughs> by the That would have been the third league. phone call. <laughs> Can you imagine? Exactly. Oh, my. Uh, hey, you rarely get honesty like that, and, and and I and I think he won a lot of fans, and I think he's won a lot of fans in Ottawa since he's taken over. But I think, especially what he did yesterday, going at the league like that, uh, because, also not 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 dragging his feet when it came to a decision with the GM. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, totally, absolutely. But to hear him that honest, and I, I mean, we talked about this yesterday, guys. A first round draft pick, when I, I believe it was only a second round pick in the trade. I think that was that was what was exchanging hands. So why wouldn't you just make that part whole? Hey, it, well, it got we're not hearing up. the whole story. There's a 73-page document. Doesn't that seem like a lot when it comes to a botched trade? Yeah, like, it does. You know, did you disclose all the information? No? Okay, we move on. 73 pages? There must have been a whole lot uh, going on, a secrecy, whatever the case may be. There's more to be told when it comes to the story. John Shannon is going to join us just yeah, after 11 o'clock. Yeah. But the timing is amazing to me. This should have all been done in the summer. Yeah, and awesome. totally. Yeah. You're changing. Uh, you're changing GMs. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty choked up. <laughs> We're just gonna let you hang. Frog here. in the throat. You're changing GMs at this time now. <laughs> this should have been done in the summer. Yeah. Now you got a new guy coming, a new vision, new goal. He may may or may not like the coach. May or may not like certain players. It's a mess. Well, and Steos only recently joined the organization yeah, but as well. He's not Rick. going to be the guy. He's in. No, no, for sure, for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, but he seems to be a hot commodity, though. Yeah, yeah but right? I, I got a feeling this is like a Stan Smeal thing. Like, yeah, sure. Today, right now, for the next twenty-four hours, 
you're going to be interim GM. They must have other people with experience that are well, going to slide the name in being we Peter bandied about is Peter Chiarelli. Yeah. And, and, of course, uh, you were saying yesterday that if uh, Chiarelli gets named GM, he'll hire Jim Betting as an oh. <laughs> Stop it. I didn't say that. Chiarelli's well, they're buddies from Boston. But the, the Tampa Bay, uh, Elliot's reporting the Tampa Bay assistant GM is one of the leading candidates. That would make sense. Of course, very successful organization. And who uh, was interviewed by the Canucks before they hired LV. Who is it? Uh, the, the you can't remember his name? Darsh, Darsh, Darsh. Isn't Matthew Darsh? Go, go, uh, yeah, Google Darsh. Uh, Tampa Bay. Just worry about that fraud. No, he, uh, he was interviewed by the Canucks before uh, Alvin got it. I can't remember which insider tweeted this out yesterday, but the, I might, it might have even been Elliot. But they said, you know, one thing the NHL hates is when they're misled on things. Mm-hmm. And you wonder if that's why they got the extra penalty of a, of a first-round draft pick. Did the Sens mislead them along the line, make them look stupid in this investigation? And so that's why they put the, put the hammer down. It is. It's Matthew Darsh with the Tampa Bay Lightning. He's the assistant GM and director of hockey. Uh, you know, hockey I didn't. Ops. I'm just looking at his Wikipedia page. I didn't know this. I should know this. Younger brother of J.P. Darsh. J.P. Darsh. Seattle Seahawks long snapper. Wow. Put that in your pipe. Pipe and smoke it. Yeah. I will. All right. Uh, okay, that's it for me. Uh, coming up next, Donnie mentioned it. John Shannon is going to join uh, the show um, to talk all things NHL Canucks. And Manny Viveros is going to join yeah. us versus Ron Togo. Ron has a meeting. is unable to join us, but we want to talk about the Western Hockey League uh, making neck guards mandatory. So we'll do that with the head coach Friday of the Giants. Friday night, by the way. Like, they're making this mandatory. They are, unless there's an issue with equipment delivery. Right now, okay. they have an issue with there's not enough net guards for every team from here to Newfoundland. There's a big issue right now. Can't you just go to Cyclone Taylors or and, and grab some? You That's think? it. Uh, and you, I think you mentioned this quickly, Donnie, but the, the, a lot of the Penguins had them on today. And uh, Jets, too. And this is yeah. actually one of the photos uh, Rob Rossi tweeted out from Penn's practice, that this is what one of the neck protection uh, guards, I guess you could say, that the, the Penguins are wearing today. So it's like basically the top half of a turtleneck that they're going to slip on and have on their... Uh, Hold on the neck. What? It's good you got that in. It's a, it's an example of it. That's all. Maybe this is what the Giants will be wearing. I don't know. We'll talk to John Shannon next. Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. It is Thursday, and all of our guests today are brought to you by the Vancouver Giants. And again, Manny Viveros, head coach of the Giants, is going to join us in a matter of, uh, well, a couple of segments. Saturday night, the Giants take on Kamloops, 7 p.m. puck drop, Langley Event Center. Don't forget the Giants' annual teddy bear toss game happening December 9th at the LEC. What a visual that is. That's going to be Tickets are selling fast. Get yours now at VancouverGiants.com slash tickets. Joined now by NHL analyst, co-host of the Bob McCowan podcast, John Shannon. Thanks for doing this, John. How are you? I'm great, boys. How are you? Good, good. good. Uh, Ottawa, uh, John. <laughs> Pierre Dorian out as GM of the Senators. Uh, it, it, a 73-page uh, document. I mean, are, are we be, being told everything about this story? Because I'm looking at 73 pages, and I'm thinking there must be layers to this, maybe beyond the Dadnoff trade. Well, I, I don't know if it's above and beyond the the Dadnoff trade, but I, I think it probably speaks to the process of what happens when a trade is made. Yes. So uh, above and beyond the original discussion between originally Ottawa and Vegas on Dadanoff, uh, Central Registry out of Montreal is involved to supervise the trade call. 
what what was said on that trade call obviously there are differing opinions of what was said on the trade call as michael said yesterday it was a he said she said scenario uh and then when you involve a third team in the anaheim ducks um you know part of the league's job is to try to uh adjudicate and create fairness between the franchises and if you have been judged to lie between franchises i mean i'm not sure there's anything worse that a uh, an organization can do when you're trying to create a a, a level playing field and, and obviously that's and i haven't read the report i don't think anybody outside of the senators the golden knights the ducks and the nhl will ever read the report Uh, But obviously something was in that report that suggested that there was a uh, lack of information shared between the Senators, between Central Registry, and between the Golden Knights originally and then the Golden Knights to the Ducks. What was Pierre Dorian's reputation before this story broke, John? Uh, Well, he was put in a really untenable situation when you consider working for Eugene Melnick was never the easiest thing. And then his reputation... Uh, it was as a, a really good judge of of talent and was a great scout, uh, put in a really tough spot. And, and look at the young core of players that they now have in Ottawa that uh, could potentially turn things around. Uh, what his relationship was with the other 31 general managers, I, I really can't speak to. Uh, but uh, his, his player evaluation was at or near the top of anybody who came out of the scouting world. Steve Stales, Peter Torelli, um, Matthew Darch, who takes over in Ottawa? Yeah, you see, I, I'm one of those guys. Uh, I, I've known Steve Stales a long time. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know why Steve Stales isn't going to become the general manager full time. Steve, you know, I heard Ryan talk about he's like Stan Smeal. That, that's just not true. Uh, I mean, he, he, Steve Stales ran on every level. Michael Landlauer's OHL team in Hamilton and took them to the Memorial Cup tournament. Um, he was he was involved in Edmonton and player personnel. Steve Stales is a really good hockey man. Uh, it would not surprise me that they uh, help Steve uh, with uh, hiring a few quality hockey operations people around him, but it would not surprise me to see Steve Stales keep the job and become the general manager himself like a lot of managers and presidents of hockey operations do like Kyle Dubas has in Pittsburgh. John, the uh, positive vibes out here on the West coast Canucks are six, wow. two and one. Uh, what's, uh, what's impressed you the most about this Canucks uh, start? Goal differential. That's, that's what I, mean, I, I said I, that. Yep. I mean, I, I think that, you know, they're sure they're still scoring, but they're keeping the puck out of the net. And, you know, I think that people that uh, looked at the, the Ronick trade last year and said, well, we gave up what for what? Um, I mean, Ronick's <laughs> looking pretty good, isn't he? He's looking pretty good. I think, the, you know, Susie, Susie and Cole have been good additions in the short term. Um, and then, you know, you put on top of that the accountability that Rick Tockett has created. I mean, winning over Nashville 5-2, to two, God, I thought we'd get at least a smile out of Rick after the game. But I'm not sure we got a smile out of Rick after the game. And, you know, Elias Peterson had a hat trick. I'm I'm not sure he even got a game puck after the game. 
exactly. <laughs> you know who's not smiling right now is uh, fans of the Calgary Flames. Oh, boy, six straight losses, 2-7-1, uh, all contracts on hold. they got a ton of UFAs. Now, th- if this continues, John, they got to unload some pretty big-name UFAs. It is going to be one interesting year off the ice if the losing continues in Calgary, John. You're right, uh, and y- y- you have to think that this isn't, you know, Craig Conroy making this decision. To me, you know, contracts off the table, and I, I-, I truly believe they were close to getting Noah Hannafin done. Yeah. Um, y- y- you know, uh, this is coming from ownership, who uh, uh, who have seen seen what they've seen and are a little more impatient than than most ownership groups have been in the in the last little while. It puts Craig in a really tough spot. It put Ryan Huska in a really tough spot. Uh, you know, they can turn it around. They played better, for instance, last night against Dallas, even though they didn't win. Dallas is a better team. Uh, but I think this is now a measure of where what will happen in the next 25 games. I, yeah. I, I think we're going to see in the next 25 what happens to the Flames, and then we'll, then we'll probably take another analysis of saying, okay, are we going to be a, a big seller at the deadline? Who's available? Who wants somebody like Elias Lindholm? Would they f- find a way to find somebody to buy Jonathan Huberdeau or Nazem Kadri? Uh, I don't know if that that discussion has happened yet, but you'd have to think 25 games from now if this team continues to flounder that those discussions have to happen. The Adam Johnson uh, tragedy, uh, John. Manny Viveros of the Vancouver Giants is going to join us in a couple of uh, segments. The WHL is making net guards mandatory. Is it just a matter of time before the NHL does the same thing? Yeah, I mean, so let's and let's uh, be candid here. The, the WHL is joining both the Ontario yes. League and the Quebec League who have already had this rule in place. Right. So junior, junior hockey now uh, is in uh, in lockstep when it comes to net guards. Um you know, I, I mean, as as people in the league office have said that they are they are pushing for players to wear neck guards, but this is on the players. You know, I don't know if you guys remember. Gosh, I think it's about seven or eight years ago. Jay Feaster was still the manager in Calgary, and he wanted everybody to wear ankle guards after a couple of his guys broke their ankles blocking shots. So he went and bought ankle guards for everybody, threw them in the middle of the floor, and said, "Boys, put them on." And they didn't have to under the collective bargaining agreement, and not many did. This is because it's an equipment issue. It is collectively bargained, um, and so you could you the three of us can push it. Gary yep. and Bill can push it as much as they want, but in the end, it's up to the players. And I, I do think the shock waves that uh, occurred in England over the weekend uh, have rippled through the players and the players' association. But in the end, I believe it will end up still being a personal choice of every individual athlete. But, John, uh, that leads to the obvious question here. You're talking about ankle guards. It's one thing breaking your ankle. It's another thing having your throat slashed and possibly dying. How can the players not accept wearing neck guards? I I am with you, Donnie. I am with you 100%. I agree with you. But, um, you you know, there... There has been a stigma about neck guards. If, if, if it was easy to wear a neck guard, people would have always worn neck guards. But there's been a stigma about wearing neck guards, whether it's macho or not. Yep, yep. Uh, and then, and then and, and, you know, do you sweat too much when you wear the neck guard? How many, you know, you know so th- there, are, there are enough built-in excuses, rightly or wrongly, mm-hmm. that uh, contradict player safety. But this, this is one of those ones where, you know, I, I, you know, I, 
lots of people point fingers at, at the NHL office and say, well, the NHL should do this. The NHL should do that. This is not an NHL issue. This is a player's issue. The players need to get on board with neck guards. Then it will be easier to legislate. And that, to me, is where the big thing is. This this might be Marty Walsh's biggest yep. challenge mm-hmm. in his short term as executive director because, remember, he, Marty works for the players. The players don't work for Marty. And so if enough players push back, Marty's put in a very un, untenable situation. Yep. Yeah. We went through the same thing with so. visors, uh, John. Oh, and, and this, to me, is uh, as if not a whole lot more serious. It it is, um, yeah. It, no, you know what? It is. Mm. You're right. Yeah. I mean, there's no, there's no, no, no way around it. The problem, the, the other problem has become, and it's unfortunate. I love this game um, so much. I really do. I love. It's it's put a lot of money in my pocket and yep. f- food on my table, but too many times our sport is reactive, not proactive. Yeah, yeah. And Same. this is another. This is another scenario where reactive is the issue and too many people in the sport don't like to be reactive and it's difficult in that scenario to to force change because they say no i'm not changing for the sake of change and being reactive sometimes is the wrong thing we should have been proactive a long time ago well said john thanks for this we'll talk to you next week cheers boys you bet uh john shannon nhl analyst co-host of the bob mccowan uh, podcast. Uh, ultimately, so many decisions come down to, to business. Yeah, Rick, I think there would be a lot of people who don't want to be taking their kids to games, oh. right, or oh. going to games, period, and seeing what happened in England or, yeah. over the weekend. You hate to take it ah. down to that level, yeah. but, uh, I mean, come on. And the stigma, is that still around? Oh, it can't it's not be. cool it's not, to wear no, a neck guard? It's not, it's not it, macho? It You're less be. of a man if you don't wear no. uh, a neck guard? Come on. Minor hockey, every kid's got to wear a neck guard. I remember I went to the rink once. I forgot the the neck guard. I went race back, got it. He mm-hmm. couldn't touch the ice till he they had the neck guard on, Don. Yes. It is uh, vital in minor hockey. You have to wear it, and it should be in all levels yeah, of hockey. I, I keep going back to um, uh, a texture we had into the Delaney's Okay Tyron Langley yep. inbox talking about how he's worn in beer league a neck guard for years and years and years. And at first it was uncomfortable. Now he feels uncomfortable yeah. when he doesn't wear it. He doesn't wear it. When he, f- yeah. when he forgets it or whatever the case uh, It's vital. Be. We're still doing DTMZ next. And then Manny Viveros of the Giants will join us in this segment after that. So DTMZ next. Donnie and Dolly, the team. On check. Donnie and Dolly, the team is supported by ableauctions.ca. Closing your business, we can help. It's 11.19 on a Thursday morning. Donnie and Dolly on Check TV. Now time for DTMZ. Brought to you by the world-famous Whistler Golf Club. Go see Big Al out there. Great track, great track. DTMZ brought to you by The Sim at the Whistler Golf Club. Play some of the world's best courses like Pebble Beach, St. Andrews, and more this winter. And keep your golf game sharp. To book your golf simulator tee time, visit WhistlerGolf.com. Our thanks to uh, Al Chris Manson. We talked about this at the top of the show uh, at least Ryan and Rick wanted to get it in. Taylor Swift announcing uh, three dates of her, what is it called, the Eras Tour, December 6th, 7th, and 8th, 2024 at BC Place in Vancouver. So remember all the, all these 
people complaining about her not coming to Canada. Trudeau was going to get involved in requesting. I think he did get involved. Now she's, what, got 7 million dates in Toronto and now oh. the three dates in, in Vancouver. Yeah. Beatles. Beatles. Uh, they released their new song today, their final song. It's called Now and Then, 45 Years in the Making. Uh, with the first few bars written by John Lennon back in 1978, he recorded it onto, really raw, onto a cassette tape. Remember those? Yep. Oh, and the song was uh, finally completed last year. All four Beatles, one way or another, but in particular, uh, Ringo Starr and Paul McCartney are featured on the track. Uh, in a full circle moment, it's being issued as a double A side single with their 1966, 1962 debut tune, Love Me Do. You're hearing it in the background here. This is it. This is it. I will say this, though. There's a sadness to it. Yeah. You know, it's a slow song. Slow song. It's John Lennon's voice. We all know about uh, his passing. And I'm, I'm not trying to be critical, and I'm the biggest Beatles fan there is, along with Ryan. But it won't be in my top 50. You said that before the show. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 cool. that, that yeah, And I can't, I can't encourage people enough. Better than anything Taylor <laughs> Swift has over. <laughs> There's a 12-minute short video uh, the Beatles put up yesterday on their YouTube about the whole story behind it, what Peter Jackson did to be able for them to be able to put With this thing out. With artificial intelligence. Just every, everything about it. So I, I encourage you, take the 12 minutes and watch it. I will say this, that that video to me is more entertaining than the song. I, I, I Don't get me wrong. I love the fact that they were able to do this. Yeah. But that video, just the, the how they did it is really interesting. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Definitely. I mean, it, it, and a lot of people are bringing this up. The fact that within, like, what, the last three weeks to a month... Stones. New Stones record. Mm -hmm. You know, Beatles, new Beatles songs out. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's wild. And that Stones album featured a Beatle. Paul McCartney on bass on, on, on one of the tunes. Yeah. Um, and Paul McCartney talked about uh, as well when Peter Jackson and lucky they hooked up with him and the Get Back a documentary made this uh, possible. But when Peter Jackson was able to separate the voice from the piano on the cassette tape, from the cassette tape, he got emotional mm -hmm. hearing John's voice like, like that. Yeah. Rick doesn't care about any of this. But he, I'm an Elvis, uh, Elvis see, Presley guy. Yeah, I, you know, it makes me sad. Uh, you know, Elvis was uh, the, uh, the best well, of well, all time. Elvis. You can if you can talk about the Beatles. I can't talk about Elvis. No, he was. I, I ah, love Elvis, Elvis was the best. as well. Nobody moved but the their Beatles hips. are another level, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. They wrote their songs. Yeah. Elvis wrote a couple. At least he got credited with a couple. I don't care who wrote the songs. When uh, it came okay, out of yes. him, it was gold. Okay, yeah, yeah. Whatever he's saying, he, he made a gold. Oh. Most of it. You anyway. watched the movie Elvis, right? Of course did. I did you like that? Yeah. Why are we talking about Elvis? Elvis. The Beatles yeah, have a new no, song. Elvis. Nobody yeah. moved their hips on stage better than Elvis. Well, well you've been known <laughs> to do that. Uh, and then, of course, the per uh, nah, I'm not going to get into. Another person that moves their hips? Yeah. Peter North? <laughs> See, I wasn't going to go there because now we're going to get complaints. Stop with the Peter North. We got in trouble last week. Stop. The Beatles put out a new tune, and you guys want to talk about Peter North. I heard it Peter this morning North. on uh, driving into work. It's, it's heard what? Everywhere. Peter the North? The new Beatles song. The new Beatles song. We just heard it just now. I heard it this morning in my car. Yeah. Uh, Bruff and Ruff were off the air, so I had to go to uh, <laughs> uh, another station again. It's uh, the best drive you've had, morning the, drive you've had ever. That's the best Bruff sound of this morning when he wasn't on the air. <laughs> um, birthdays. Yep. Good? Yep. We have eight birthdays on this November uh, 2nd. We have some artwork, too. Oh. Uh, the line is set at 7 
by Massive Mel Soap Products and Casino in Bartlett, uh, Tennessee. Oh, and this artwork that. is courtesy of... This is P- this one is Pete and Calgary. Are you is, okay? Are you with us? Well, no, here? because there is another. Two. There's an alternate alternate okay. one, but this one is Massive Pete. Mel has two logos. This one's Pete and Calgary. Pete and Calgary. Yeah, boy, is he a wonderful artist. Yeah, this is nice. It's good. Yeah, yeah. We thank Massive Mel for jumping <laughs> <laughs> on board with our show as a client. Got the rubber decky, the soap there. Yeah, okay, we got to get going. Uh, eight birthdays. Byron Munich's Canadian left back. Uh, D- Davies. I got to have a first name. Alfonso. There. Current Canucks Czech defenseman. Number uh, Philip 17. Ronick. Love the trade. Former NHL and WHA defenseman and Canucks head coach. Had his number two retired by the Hartford Whalers. Rickley? Yeah. Late Blackhawks winger who on March 23rd, you, you got to get this one, Ryan. On March 23rd, 1952, against the Rangers. Set an NHL record scoring three goals in 21 seconds. Initials. BM. Ukrainian last name, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, oh. BMAC oh. used not, not to impersonate. Mozienko. Yes, Bill Mozienko. Mozienko. BMAC used to impersonate. That's very inside. Bill Hewitt doing Bill Mozienko scoring three goals. It was gold. Predators defenseman traded last season by the Canucks to Toronto for a third round draft pick. Preds veteran defenseman injured right now. Oh, Luke Shen. Luke Shen. Actor who played Ross Geller on Friends. David Schwimmer. Raiders quarterback out of Eastern Illinois. Helped the 49ers get to Super Bowl 54. Not doing well right now. Jimmy G. By the way, the Raiders post about his birthday. They probably should have turned the comments off of that post. Yeah, probably oh, not a bad, bad idea. Bad. Packers quarterback out of Utah State. Drafted 26th overall by Love. Green Bay in 2020. Jordan Love. No relation to Mike. No. Or Kevin. We good? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Manny Viveros is going to join us now. It was supposed to be Ron Toigo. Ron is busy. He's a busy guy. White oh, Spot, Toigo. Vancouver Giants. Lord knows how many real estate deals. <laughs> trying to get you uh, free. Rip him getting you free tickets. So on us. Manny Viveros, who's an excellent interview, is going to join us next to talk about the subject we brought up with John Shannon. The fact that WHL, like the rest of the Canadian Hockey League, is making neck guards mandatory in the wake of the Adam Johnson tragedy. He's going to join us uh, next. Meantime, uh, this is for you hockey fans out there, Rick. Maxine Nightingale, 71. She's going to play us out February 76 in the album of the same name. This is Maxine Nightingale. And right back where we started from, on check, playing only songs featured in the movie Slapshot on a BC Thursday morning. Manny's next. Well, this is appropriate. It is Thursday, and all of our guests today are brought to you by the Vancouver Giants. And that includes our guest, Manny Viveros, head coach of the Giants, standing by. Saturday, the Giants take on Kamloops, 7 p.m. puck drop at the LEC. The Giants are at Wenatchee on Friday, meanwhile, and I mentioned that home to Kamloops. The WHL is making, in the wake of the Adam Johnson tragedy, uh, neck guards, mandatory, effective on Friday, November 3rd, if they can get equipment delivered in, in time. That's an issue. A little bit of a leeway there. So Manny Viveros uh, joins us now. Late notice. It was supposed to be Ron T- Toigo. Uh, we get the head coach instead. Manny Viveros, thanks so much for doing this, sir. How are you? 
I'm doing fine. Thanks, guys. How you guys doing? Very well, very well. Just your opinion, Manny, of the WHL's decision uh, to make neck protection mandatory. No, certainly, I think it's it's a it's an outstanding move by the Western Hockey League. Uh, you know, anything uh, you know, our league, uh, all of the CHL and American League NHL, they're all an international hockey federation. Uh, first and foremost, is their number one priority is to make it uh, a safe place uh, an environment for these players um, uh, to be to be you know have, give them the opportunity to be safe at all times here. And I think that's a really good move. Um, anything we can do to protect our kids from you know getting hurt in a, in a, in a, a contact sport, uh, our league is going to do is whatever they can. It's such a small world, uh, Manny. I don't know uh, of any connection between you and Adam Johnson, uh, but what went through your uh, mind when you saw or heard of the uh, Adam Johnson incident? Oh, he's absolutely horrified, guys. He really does. I, I looked at the clip once, and that's, that's all I yep. could uh, do is uh, get through it. Um, you know, obviously, it's a, such a tragedy for, for a young man to lose his life at a young age like that. This whole family have to probably have to sit and watch to go through that, too. Mm-hmm. But the first thing you think of is, is you, you know, your own team, your own kids that you have on your on your program. And I have a son myself that plays over in Europe, too. And that's something, uh, you know, it's this game is it, it can be dangerous at times. It, rarely it is. It, stuff like that ever happens. But unfortunately, it does sometimes. So... Um, I, I'm really happy that the Washington is being proactive and and uh, making this uh, mandatory for everybody on the ice. Manny, you know that so many people play hockey, and uh, to ask everyone to just every team to get a neck guard like ASAP is going to be tough to do. Supply is an issue. Do you know when everyone in the Western Hockey League is like a time limit, and when everyone's going to get uh, geared up here? Well, I think everybody by by Saturday. I know from our our side, I can only speak from our group here. We'll have everything in place on Saturday for a home game against Kamloops here. So um, I know they've been uh, really working hard to get everything done, and and we're going to have everybody in our in our uh, whole group that have net guards on uh, on for their Saturday's uh, game and, and practices going forward. You played. Uh... Uh, hockey a long time uh, early 1980s you played uh, for Prince Albert four years in the Western Hockey League do you ever uh, in the course of your hockey career ever see you know have see a scary incident I have unfortunately you have again nothing to the uh, to as tragic as what happens to this young man here but um, over your career you do see things where you know uh, skates that do come up on the face or in the neck area when and, you know thank God uh, you know had lost her life because, but the, the, mm. you realize how close and or how this could potentially could happen, and it's unfortunate that it takes a tragedy like this to to make everybody across the board, across the world, to to make uh, full rule changes on this and make it everything mandatory. But um, you know, I'm, I'm very happy that that's our league and everybody else is going to go forward with this. Was it unanimous with the players, uh, Manny, when you told them that we're going to do this? Yeah, hundred percent. It's it's something. Uh, uh, you know, the players, everything's about comfort when they're playing. You want to feel your best. and then, uh, But the equipment's there for a reason. Uh, again, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a contact sport. At times, it, it can be considered violent, to, you know, the way the contact is at times. And that's something that, you know, everything you can do to help protect these kids, uh, uh, it's our responsibilities as, as a, a league and, and just a, the whole hockey world in general to give these kids the best opportunity that uh, they can be safe out there. 
Man, you know, uh, the Giants, last time I checked, uh, waiting on Samuel Hanzek, but five wins in 13 games to start the, the season, the WHL season for you. What what stands out uh, in those 13 games for you? Well, you know, you know obviously we're not uh, pleased with our record, but I, I really like the way our group is developing. Um, you know, we weren't surprised going in here with such a young group that we have here. Um, it's uh, I like how we're progressing, even though we lost last night. Um, I like how we're playing, how the style we're playing, and, and our kids are, um, you know, going 13 games in. Like uh, We feel like we're getting better game by game here. So, um, you know, as a young team, you're going to have to take your lumps sometimes, and it, it's just part of the, the learning experiences for these guys in a, in, a, in a really good league, and the toughest part is just when you're young at this league here. So, uh, we like how we're progressing and developing here. So, um, obviously, when we get Samuel Hodzik back and, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're missing uh, Wyatt Wilson on the back end right now, also two and then unfortunately we just lost uh, Paul Mary for the season. Uh, certainly makes a big hole in our group here, but Samuel certainly make a difference. Uh, a player of that caliber coming back certainly makes a difference at this league. At Wenatchee Friday, at home to Kamloops Saturday. Short notice, Manny. We thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it. All the best. Thanks, guys. My pleasure. You bet. Manny Vivera's head coach of the Vancouver uh, Giants, again, hosting Kamloops on Saturday. A young team. A lot of first-round picks, a lot of 16-year-olds. Watch out for this club in two, three years, Donnie. They're going to be good. Business. All right, uh, look at this. Uh, pastime sports celebrating 30 years of being BC's number one card and memorabilia shop, the Langley location. Their grand opening this weekend, November 4th to 5th. Stop by for a weekend full of discounts, prices, and November 5th. Oh, boy. That's your Demko in attendance. Exclusive autograph signing. Purchase tickets online for the signing at pastimesports.ca. Uh, check out Pastime's extensive collection of collectible cards, memorabilia, and games online at their four locations or pastimesports.ca. Laptop. And a reminder, we are giving away one of those tickets to meet Thatcher Demko this Sunday at the Pastime in Langley. All you have to do is retweet the tweet on our Donnie and Dolly account right there. Retweet this. Follow Pastime Sports, you're entered to win. We're going to make the draw tomorrow in front of the laptop. Series 1 Upper Deck Hockey Cards, the card of the day. This is another one of those Fiji cards. Thatcher huh? Demko Fiji cards. That's also an NFT, non-fundable token. So you put your phone. Fundable? Huh? huh? Is it fundable? Fundable, yeah. Right. Don't mess me up. I thought, I'm pretty sure I have it right this time. You put your phone on the card. You put your phone up to the card. Boom, look at this. And it takes you to a Thatcher Demko page showing up the other cards, the other artwork, and also a whole bunch of statistics about Demko and the Canucks. It's outstanding. This technology is really cool. And all you have to do is hold your phone mm. up to it and basically does the rest. So, uh, And we're giving away a pack of those Fiji cards. There's four cards in a pack alongside meeting Thatcher Demko. So it's a nice prize. Pastime is giving away. Big weekend for pastime. This might be the greatest moment of my life. What? It's non-fungible token. Non-fungible? Yeah. I said fundable? Yes. Yesterday I said fudgeable. Wow. So that one was really wrong. <laughs> okay. Tomorrow I'll get I it I wouldn't correct. know. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Right? Tell us about Able Auctions. If I did something there, like Walter that. There, Walter Cronkite. You better be, be smooth now. Yeah. I, well, <laughs> probably. Uh, there's a good chance I won't be. Saturday. You are the Hall of Famer. Pardon me? You are the Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Uh, yeah. Saturday. Where's the scarf? Saturday, November 4th, <laughs> that's this Saturday, Rick. Yeah. Able Auctions will sell a large inventory of non-fungible tokens. <laughs> also, showroom appliances and lost freight. 
This is the time of year to buy appliances. Brand new appliances from fridges to laundry centers, plus lost and unclaimed freight, including robotic pool vacuums, designer clothing, office equipment, karaoke machines. Getting everybody together Christmas time? Oh. You want a karaoke machine and a whole lot more. You could sing Piano Man. Oh, Everything sold to the highest bidder this Saturday. For information on this auction and other auctions, uh, go to ableauctions.ca to get your business assets or inventory sold at auction. Email sales at ableauctions.ca. Sales at ableauctions.ca. Is it just me is next. Donnie and Dolly, the team, on check. Able Auctions specializes in helping British Columbia-based business owners close their business and sell their assets in a timely, orderly manner. Online events for everything from machine shop and manufacturing auctions to industrial equipment, retail inventories, or any other type of business assets, Able Auctions can help. For a free confidential consultation on getting your business assets sold, please email sales at ableauctions.ca. That's sales at ableauctions.ca. I thought maybe you'd play the new Beatles tune. Is It Just Me? Brought to you by Quinsome Communications Group, Vancouver Island's trusted local communications integrator. Quinsome can provide and service communication solutions such as two-way radios, RF antenna solutions, commercial communications, cell boosters, and more. You've got business going on in the wilderness. Oh. You're building something. They can help you out with communications. For more information, visit quinsomcommunications.ca. Quinsome Communications Group. You can get Donnie Dolly merchandise there as well. Big time. Big. Connecting people through technology. Is it just me? Rick. Is it just me? I think Phil Kessel would be a great addition to the Canucks. Uh, Krufank uh, sent that in. Krufank's on uh, Twitter uh, quite a bit. I know him. Uh, Phil Kessel. Uh, Phil Kessel. How old is he, Donnie? It, it's, is he 36, 37? He hasn't played. Let's in, go with that. Yeah, 30. He hasn't played in a while. He still can't find a contract. He's working out, I believe, in the Phoenix area. Do the Canucks really need right now a guy that hasn't? played a game all year long i don't know i know they that there was conversations and check-ins with the agent in the in the, in the summer but nothing materialized well okay uh, they, they would put him he would have to play in the top six yes that's right Do you think there's room for him in the top nah, six no nah. you want him to come he, here to play eight minutes like you know yeah. i don't know I, I just to me that makes no sense right um is it just me uh, or could the insurers of the national hockey league this is from colin in the caribou is it just me, or could the insurers of the National Hockey League decide they won't cover skate-to-neck-related injuries if the player's not wearing a neck guard? Money talks. It calls on to something uh, there. Yeah. That, well, you know, you might, uh, and again, John Shannon made the point. This isn't in the NHL's, well, I think every, every NHL decision is to some extent. Uh, this isn't in the NHL's boat right now. This no. this, this is a player's decision at, at this point. And will the old thinking that it's, you know, the neck guards are uncomfortable, they don't like the way it looks, it's not macho, will that get in the way? But if the insurance companies start talking, that's a whole different matter. What do you got? Okay, uh, what are your guys' thoughts on the rumors that Kent Johnson wants out of Columbus? Uh, would the Canucks be interested? Uh, you Kent had something Johnson, on that. Uh, huh. Kent Johnson uh, changed agents. Um and he's had a bit of a struggle this year in Columbus. I don't know they're at the stage where they've asked to get out. Uh, but, you know, you can always tie local kids to Vancouver, Donnie. Always. But uh, he, Kent Johnson needs to get in that lineup and play. 
No one's going to uh, uh, take a guy that is basically being healthy scratch right now. You know, so it's a very interesting situation with him in Columbus. So the, he just he changed agents. And he's from Port Moody for Port people Moody, who don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, he, he changed agents yeah. with this because of this situation with the healthy scratches. Uh, I would I would say that there's probably a link there. You know something. No, I'm not. Uh, you talk to I'm these gonna, guys no, and you can't gonna, tell can't us anything. I'm not going to. There's stuff I know. I'm not going to say it. I, I just can tell you that he changed agents. you got to think of the viewers There's, a, there's there. a multitude of reasons why people uh, tra- change agents. Tyler Mott wanted $2 million. Uh, the, the agent could get it for him. He changed agents. You know, I mean, what else can I tell you? I don't think that worked out. No, it didn't work out at all. Unsigned, is it just me? But do you think after seeing how well the Canucks are being run under Rutherford for just under two years, Aquilini thinks to himself, hmm, what on earth was I thinking keeping Benning and Wisebrod for as long as I well, did? That's an incredible uh, text. <laughs> that's the million-dollar question. Right? Well, this goes back to what I was saying earlier this week about people not talking enough about what Patrick Alvine yeah. and Jim Rutherford have done. And again, it's very early. Uh, oh, I understand smokes. that. But so far, pretty impressive. You are taking your positivity pills this week. Well, th- they're playing well. They're you, ripped right, me. you ripped me for defending uh, the management, and you're defending him now. No, but okay, but Rick, at the time, it was disastrous. It looked looked disastrous yeah. anyway. It, it turns out maybe it wasn't, yeah. right? I only know what's in front of me. Yeah. Not much else. What do you got? Uh, Peter Klima in the cup final was bench. Uh, JT was child's timeout, time to move on, Scott and Union Bay. Uh, you remember Klima got... Uh, scored an overtime goal uh, in Donnie, Boston. Uh, Boston, Stanley Cup final. I think it was 89. A, gr- a beautiful final. I loved that final. 90. Nine, 89 was Calgary. Okay, 90. So it was, I'm close. It was John Muckler. Uh, Gretzky left, and they won without him. But, uh, yeah, Klima got uh, benched big time, and then he comes out and scores in overtime. Is it just me, Tony, in Maple Ridge? Four years without the Santa Claus parade in Vancouver. Can you ask Don and Dolly their opinion? There, yeah. It came out this week, I believe, that there will, uh, again... No not Claus. be a Santa Claus parade. It got canceled because of COVID, and that's continued. No, and no Santa. I can't remember ever going to a Santa I Claus can't parade going to a as Santa a kid. No, Did I you, can't. Ryan? No. Uh, I've we there's the Santa Claus parade in Cloverdale that uh, Kelsey and I went to a few what times. What day is that? Uh, that's that's com- coming up. It's first time since COVID. I think. Where are we with parades these days? <laughs> I, I mean, Vancouver would like to see one. Well, are they going to have one for you in Enmore? Oh, the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's coming like up. Like a Marshall, Sash, the whole nine yards. That's the yeah. parade that we're, we're going to go to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a big blown up Taylor. Yeah, but didn't that Santa Claus parade have like 100,000 people at it? Why did they cancel it? I don't know. Downtown here? Yeah. Parades? 100,000? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was a big deal. It really? was a big deal, Ryan, for crying out loud. Do you remember the start of the P&E? Do they still have that? Oh, the P&E parade. The P&E parade. There's no P&E parade. What are they doing in parades? I don't know. The last big parade I remember here, and why we're talking about this, I have no idea. But do you remember, was it the, uh, which Grey Cup it was? The oh, Grey pa- Cup Parade was Pam great. Anderson was, yeah, was yeah. the Grand Marshal. Donnie, right? I, I remember the Grey Cup Parade, the P&E Parade. Stunned that's the parade you remember, uh, Taylor. What are you talking about? Donnie and I No, remember. it was a big deal. You it was Pam a big Anderson. deal. It was on the Saturday. And, Don't and make was fun all, of the Grey Cup Parade. I think it was 05. It was a big deal. It was yeah, a big because deal. Because she's a big star from Vancouver, no matter what you think of her. be a big star, and she feels obligated to help out the BC Lions because if it wasn't for her going to a Lions game, she doesn't get discovered. Yeah, parades were great. What's going on? Why are they canceling all the parades? Marching bands and yeah. all that. It was two thousand. Oh, look at this! Two thousand. Look at this! 
That's Pamela Anderson right in the middle. Yeah. Well, thanks for that, Rick. <laughs> Otherwise, I couldn't identify. Okay, you it, know what I mean. It's not her driving the car. No. no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll wrap up the show, the poll question next. Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. Hey everyone, it's Donnie and Dolly, and we're looking to partner with your company. We have several packages and price points to fit your budget and spread the word about your company on the show in our podcast and on social media. We'd love to get involved with your company. Call 250-880-2282 or email advertise at checkmedia.ca. Something new from the Beatles. Now and then. This is the LG seventy three. This is the new song for Beatles. You said you'd listen to it okay, today. I didn't like it. It's too slow. Well, it's, it's all they had to work. I want to get jacked up. <laughs> okay, this bet going to do it. Bet ninety nine dot uh, poll question. Download their brand new app on the Google Play. Apple App Store, discover the ultimate betting experience. Bet99 app or visit bet99.net. Every game begins at bet99.net. All right, here we go. Our bet99.net poll question is too much being made of JT Miller's benching and Rick Tockett. 88% overwhelming. Say yes, 1,500 votes. Yeah, so much for our goal of 50 50. Not happening. Uh, Canucks and Sharks uh, tonight. tonight. Yes, Ryan. Business. Huh? Oh, right now. You're pointing at me like a madman. Yeah, you said we're going. Okay, anyways, here we go. Look at this. If you missed any of today's show, you can catch full replays of Donnie and Dolly in the Check Plus app or watch your interviews on YouTube. Search for Donnie and Dolly. All brought to you by the Bayside. Easy, slower down a bit. Uh, hey, well, okay. hey, you guys, uh, fingers pointing this way, that way. You, I thought you were saying pick it up. All this brought to you by the Bayside Oceanfront Resort. Book your stay at the Bayside. Enjoy the many amenities uh, the hotel's got to offer. You got oceanfront rooms, free parking, uh, oceanfront restaurant, cafe, indoor, outdoor swimming pools. You got the gym, oh, the gym, and much, much more. Call 250 <laughs> or go to their website. The gym is big. Don't underestimate the gym. Or go to the big website. <laughs> go to their website, Bayside Resort. Parksville.com. As you get older, you you appreciate uh, hotels, Donnie. Photos, and, and, photos, and, photos. And the gyms. As you get older, not younger. Uh, Ryan, where are we going? G in Richmond. Oh, look at this. Uh, G in Richmond. Uh, Peppa. This was from uh, Halloween. We, looks we, like the cover of a Blind Melon album. <laughs> this, this was a carryover. No, no, the dog's name is Peppa. Yeah, dressed up for Donnie and Dolly. She's disappoint, uh, disappointed they didn't do the uh, same. Uh, G in Richmond. Good guy. Look at Peppa. We explained why we didn't wear Halloween outfits uh, on Halloween. Yeah. Okay, what else? One All more. right, I made it back home from Brisbane. I had the but I had the bucket hat in Alaska, now Australia. Let's see how much uh, further south we can go. I got recognized in Honolulu with the hat by a guy that's a fan of the show. How great is that? The buckets protected me. The bucket hat from the sun. Traveling Terry from Campbell River. These people and, and hello to Campbell River and, and Terry. These people, we the, the watchers show that they have the money to travel the way they do. What did everyone? You've never traveled. You told me you went to Mexico. Not like some of I, these I, people, yeah. Uh, Terry, thank you. I just I can't believe he uh, the, he got recognized in Honolulu with uh, Donnie Dolly bucket hat. Well, yeah, yeah, it happens. A uh, shout out to Samantha in Ontario that sent us a nice note. By the way, huh? Samantha oh, the, in Ontario. Oh, the snow picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the snow picture. It's snowing yeah. in Ontario. Hello, Samantha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank okay. you for that. All right, uh, 
in studio tomorrow, CFL Commissioner Randy Ambrosi oh, ahead wow. of the CFL Western uh, Semi Lions and Calgary Saturday at BC Place. Thomas Grants uh, from the Athletic as well as the Canucks play in San Jose uh, tonight. That's it on behalf of Ryan, Derek, Rick, everybody here at Oh Boy and Check. I'm Don, and you're up to date in the world of sports. Thanks for listening to the Donnie and Dolly podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Donnie and Dolly for all the latest show content. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.